The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Monday here on Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid. I'm Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock for the next hour. We got you covered in fantasy sports. Of course, a big game tonight, biggest game of the season tonight in the NBA, a Major League Baseball slate to get to, some fantasy reality, the Sports Grid 60. But first and foremost, Dave, it's great to see you. I hope you had a great weekend. Lots going on, of course. We now know the destination of the first round, excuse me, game one, excuse me, of the Stanley Cup Finals. And naturally, I think we'll get a better indication as to who wins the NBA championship after tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately probably the winner of tonight's game is the team that is going to win the series. Uh, home court flop to Boston. Legendary performance by Steph Curry in game four on Friday night. I believe that the last words I said on our way out on Friday was that Curry was going to go uh, for 40 points. He did, in fact, go for 40 points. I, I think when it, when it's all said and done, when uh, you know Steph Curry is writing his autobiography, when we're we're looking back at his resume, that that is probably going to be the game that a lot of people point to because no one else on Golden State had anything. Uh, I mean, Clay Clay bounced back a little bit in that game, but and and Wiggins held them afloat. Wiggins with uh, 17 points and 16 rebounds, but that was pretty much all Curry just gutting it out. I, probably his best performance for me in an NBA Finals. It could be, and we'll see because I think based on what I've seen at least, is that he's going to have to do this at least once more to, one more time to win the NBA Finals uh, or close to it. All right, let's get to our headlines here on the show on this Monday edition of Fantasy Sports Today. Otto Porter Jr., he is questionable for tonight's game. After starting game four, naturally Davis and I are going to go through the DFS late tonight, help you pick a captain, go through all the Warriors and Boston Celtics options tonight. Lance Lynn, of the White Sox. Boy, they could use him after a tough weekend for Tony La Russa and the White Sox, no doubt. Uh, he'll make his season debut today against the Detroit Tigers. How about the Atlanta Braves, Davis? They have now beaten the Pirates yesterday. They've won 11 straight games, and they look exactly like the team that we left last year winning the World Series. They're back again. Rory McIlroy wins the RBC Canadian Open for his 21st uh, win on the PGA Tour. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, Davis, we can we can actually go back to the Braves here for a minute. I mean, we really should. Uh, hottest team in baseball. Not really close to the Mets just yet. The Mets got off to that unbelievable start. And it's funny how baseball works. If you looked at this a month ago, the Braves were under 500. Their pitching was underperforming. Ronald Acuna Jr. was just coming back. I mean, you want to take a look at a staggering number. Take a look at Adam Duvall's numbers over the last week. This guy couldn't hit, you know, a softball on the field. 
Uh, but right now, like from a betting perspective and a fantasy perspective, and you want to be a part of the Braves. By the way, Philly's playing unbelievable too. Philly's had won nine straight games before they lost yesterday. Yeah, you, you're definitely right. I mean, I think the Braves are pretty impressive. I do think they are, uh, you know, they're, they're not necessarily missing Freddie Freeman the way their, their fans potentially would have. Matt Olson has been, has been quite good in his stead. Ronald Acuna Jr. coming back has obviously been massive for them. I think if we look at, you know, why did the Mets get off to such a hot start and why were the Braves scuffling? Well, you know, missing a guy who might win the National League MVP despite missing 30 games, uh, probably a pretty big deal to get that guy backing Ryan, especially because the guys they were using instead of Ronald Acuna, uh, Ronald Acuna, you know, Taylor Demetriet, I don't even know how to say his last name, totally anonymous player. Uh, so getting, and, and by the way, their catching situation, I mean, does any team in Major League Baseball have something like the catcher platoon that the Atlanta no. Braves have right now? Travis Darnot and Wills Contreras. I mean, honestly, and, and it's funny because the Royals are so crappy, but the Royals catching platoon of uh, Melendez and Perez are the only catcher platoon that can come close in terms of hitting to what the Atlanta Braves have. I mean, they're even DHing. Uh, one of these, you know, getting them both in the lineup because it's just so important to keep Darno and Contreras' bats in there. But yeah, Wilson Contreras got to be a huge part of this run they're on right now as well. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and, and also, listen, they they haven't had Eddie Rosario for most of the season. Tyler Matzik, who was their postseason hero, also not really uh, playing at all because of injury as well. Very impressive. We'll see if they can keep it going. Uh, real quick, let's go to to golf from the weekend. What was your takeaway from both tournaments? Oh, I mean, well, I didn't watch a minute of the live and I won't. I mean, that's, that's my deal. That's my deal with the live right now. You know, not, not that, uh, that I think the PGA tour is some shining prestige, you know, organization that's never done anything morally or ethically wrong, but the golf is just not as good. I don't particularly mm -hmm. care about watching Henny Duplice or, uh, Charles Schwartzel or whatever. You know what I do care about? Uh, Roy McElroy and Justin Thomas battling it out on the back. I mean, that is just great TV. And of course, McElroy, like at this stage in his career, he's kind of become, you know, that elder statesman whose press conferences are always really good. And I thought, uh, I thought the media availability that Finau, JT, and Rory had all weekend was was quite good. And Rory, you know, taking a nice little dig at Greg Norman after his victory, stating, uh, you know, I have 21 wins on the PGA Tour now. That's one more. Then some other guys, of course, Greg Norman winning 20 times on the PGA Tour. So, and and everyone, I mean, Rory's my favorite golfer. So as long as Rory is on the PGA Tour, uh, that is the tour that I will be watching. And uh, really interesting stuff coming up this weekend with the U.S. Open because I, I think there's a chance. It's not there yet, but I think there's a chance that some of these live guys show up and the U.S. Open actually tells them to go home and that they can't play. Yeah, no, it, it's, de it's definitely a funny story going on in golf. We've never seen anything like this. There's really nothing to compare it to, except for like these individual rivalries, which cause drama. Golf is usually a drama-free sport for the most part, if you haven't noticed. That's why a lot of us like playing golf, too. All right, coming up next, it's time for us to dive into the DFS slate tonight. It is Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Wow, everyone excited for this one. I know that I am. Uh, who's Davis got in the captain spot? Get out your DraftKings app. We're going to help you set your team lineup next here on Fantasy Sports. Break, break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Helping you set a lineup in daily fantasy in basketball tonight. NBA Finals, of course, Game 5. They're back in San Francisco tonight as the Warriors are taking on the Celtics. The Warriors are a slight favorite. Whoever the home team has been, were more or less, Davis, four-point favorites, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, and, and it really, when it comes down to it, I, I mean, I think it's more about the Celtics than the Warriors. I, I have found Boston to be wildly unpredictable uh, over the last, let's say, three weeks, four weeks. A fantastic team at the end of the NBA season, looking like maybe the best team in the East, but really not putting together. uh, I mean, they they did in this series, but like three games, I guess, in a row, like almost never. Two games, almost impossible. So it's like, I just don't know what Boston team shows up tonight. So that makes the DFS lineup so curious to me how you see it. I mean, they are a much better team than the Miami Heat, right? And they were a Jimmy Butler three-pointer away from from not even being here. You know, I think that uh, the Celtics probably could have taken care of the Miami Heat in five games. Honestly, I mean, they are they are much better. Their issues are are really heavy on turnovers, and and normally that's kind of a Golden State problem. You know, Golden State they play fast and loose, and Golden State kind of specifically in their offense they run the fewest amount of pick and rolls of any, you know, really good elite team. And so that's kind of a, a trade-off you get. If you're not running pick and rolls, you're kind of asking your guys to do a little bit more with every single pass. The Celtics, I, I mean, I just don't really get it, right? I mean, these guys are just really careless with the ball. Tatum and Brown and Smart are, you know, obviously these great players, but all of them have really struggled with turnovers all throughout the playoffs. And, I mean, you just cannot turn the ball over against Golden State. Is there anything more terrifying than you know, Steph Curry running the break, Clay Thompson trailing behind him, even Draymond, you know, Draymond has been awful in this series. I mean, truly like the worst Draymond Green playoff series and that I can remember. And even Draymond running the fast break is, is, is pretty terrifying. So you just, you can't get away with that. And gutting that game out in Boston when, when it, you know, I, it would have been pretty easy to fold, right? You know, it's just like if you're the Warriors, it's like, you know, we're champions anyways. We, we've done all this. This is kind of our our last hurrah. We made it to the finals and and they just really gutted it out. And now that I'm, I'm very curious to see how the Celtics respond, having been, you know, punched in the mouth. And obviously they did great against the Bucs. They did great against the Heat. But uh, yeah, we're we're definitely looking for some consistency from Boston. Yeah, I mean, if history tells us anything over May and June, 
Boston is the play tonight plus the points. And then probably not the game after that. Like it just, it just seems to be the way that this is going. All right. But let's take a look the way uh, Davis sees tonight by setting the lineup. One thing that we know for sure is Davis likes a big game from Clay Thompson because he's got him in the captain spot. That is for sure. Jason Tatum, also 11,000. Uh, Kevon Looney, he's got priced here 8,200. Andrew Wiggins is 7,800. And then Marcus Smart at 8,200. And then Jordan Poole is 5,800. So naturally, the f- first question that anyone setting a lineup tonight, Davis, that looks at your optimizer here and looks at your opinion is why isn't Curry in the lineup tonight? I, I guess we should probably start there and then set me up with the with the remainder. Really, it's just kind of a function of the way the salaries have worked out. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned last week when we were talking about it, I just am not going into any of these games without Jason Tatum. I, I think Tatum is a stronger favorite to get to, you know, 45-50 in any given game than Curry. He's going to do a little bit better in the peripheral statistics. For example, he has at least one steal in every game against Golden State. He's averaging over a block a game. Of course, he had the 13 assists in game one. He has at least six rebounds in every single game. And the guy is absolutely launching up shots. I mean, Tatum was not even good in game four, and he still got the 54 DraftKings points. So uh, opting for Tatum over there and then getting into the game theory a little bit, if we are not anticipating, you know, an absolutely nuclear Steph game, which I think uh, the, you know, something that's kind of true about the NBA playoffs and the finals in general is role players are always a little bit better at home. I mean, there are a lot of complex reasons for that. So I'm kind of expecting a little bit more help for Curry tonight, you know, whether that be Looney, whether that be Clay, whether it be Poole. Uh, Poole is, is kind of the guy who I've really gravitated towards in these slates because he has a rather wide range of outcomes, which I think we've already seen. You know, he's been in the low teens. He had 13 in game one. He had 29 in game two. So I'm anticipating Poole to play a little bit a little bit better. And then Clay, um, I mean, one is they need Clay's defense. And, and even at his age and even coming back from the knee injuries, he is still so much better of a defender than Jordan Poole. You know, Poole is going to do his damage in 20, 21 minutes. I I was wondering kind of out loud as they headed into game four, like, man, Clay just has not got it going. Is there a chance they even go to Poole over him in the closing lineup? And (laughs) the first rotation that Jordan Poole had on defense, he left his guy open in the paint to try and double the three-point shooter, and it led to a wide-open layup from Al Horford and Kurt immediately took a timeout and started yelling at Jordan Poole. So like that, that's not happening. Right. And we saw the, the change in the starting lineup for golden state in game four, they removed Kevon Looney and they inserted mm-hmm. Otto Porter jr. And I, I was, I thought that was had a reasonable chance of happening because golden state's big lineups had been getting crushed by the smaller lineups of Boston. But I thought that it would be Poole coming in for Otto Porter Jr. Didn't happen. Looney still got his minutes. He played 21 minutes and was really good in game four. So kind of the the general story that I'm telling myself in this lineup is that Clay and Poole have hot shooting nights and Looney is able to stay on the floor because they are playing downhill on offense. You know, I'm kind of expecting them to play with a lead in this game. And if they are playing with the lead, that just kind of opens Curry up to be a little bit more of a facilitator, not have to take, you know, 15 three-pointers. And then, of course, for Tatum and Smart to do their th- – I mean, those guys are not coming off the court probably. Probably 44 minutes for each of them here in this game. Smart will get one rest for Peyton Pritchard. Tatum will get one rest for Grant Williams. But I, I would expect uh, Boston to be down to a 
probably a seven-man rotation tonight, eight-man if, if Pritchard gets in. And that means that there's just a lot of value on their high usage starters. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and by the way, you can check out all of this information over on DailyRoto.com as Davis and his team sets lineups for you and optimizes lineups for you going into this evening. All right, so that being said, uh, of course, Golden State ended up winning the game. And uh, the game, by the way, Davis, last game, game four, went under the total of 214, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so while we're here, um, in terms of the side, the total, uh, which is your favorite? I know we'll touch on this in fantasy reality a little bit later, but is there a prop side? Is there anything that you're looking at tonight that people should know? I mean, I would probably be looking at some of the Jordan Poole props. I've noticed that the that the sports books have kind of overreacted to his poor game. So when Poole is coming off, like the other night, um, he had uh, like two two assists was his number, and he's actually averaging uh, I think like three point two assists in the playoffs. So that is one that I am looking at. I'm also uh, I am on I'm on Golden State here. Uh, you know, one thing we have noticed during the playoffs, and, and and I think this is going all the way back to the second round. But teams are either winning or losing, and the number has nothing to do with it, right? So it's if you are right. a four point favorite, you're clearing it. If you are a five point dog, you're just winning outright. And and that is I think easily explainable by the type of basketball that the teams in the conference finals and the finals have played, which is. All these teams shoot a bunch of three. I guess other than the Heat, the Heat don't shoot a bunch of three pointers. So I, I, but all all the other remaining teams have been heavy, heavy three point shooting teams. So I think that is the explanatory valuable there. So looking at like if if you could get pool nineteen and a half points plus rebounds plus assists, okay. I like that, and I like the Golden State Warriors on the money line and the spread. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't I don't recall a single underdog just covering a spread and not winning. I mean, we're, go- we're going going on like a month now. I-, I don't recall any game like that, unless you have something to point out to me to, to tell me that that I-, I think something happened in the Memphis-Dallas series. I think that was the last time. And that goes right. back a-, a long, long way. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's either underdogs winning outright or favorites winning by more than the spread. We'll see if that... I would have to think it's going to change before we get to the end of the finals, but there could only be two games left, so we'll see. All right, coming up next, a Monday slate of Major League Baseball. We'll help you set that lineup coming up next right here on Fantasy Sports Today on Bullshit. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot. 
for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mitch, Davis Maddock. It is Monday, June 13th, 2022. It's almost a full slate, I believe, of Major League Baseball games tonight. Uh, plenty to kind of go over here with you, Davis, on the show. We've got lots of winning streaks happening, uh, teams on the upswing, teams on the downswing. So it's sort of riding that wave here as we kind of hit the middle of June. Yeah, we got a nice little 10-game slate. Actually, I have a lot of great pitchers going tonight. Manoa, Darvish, uh, your Sandy Alcantara going up against Aaron Nola in what could potentially be a pitcher's duel. We have Lance Lynn coming off of the IL. Uh, Alex Wood, one of the guys I really like, pitching against my Kansas City Royals. Uh, Josiah Gray, kind of interesting, a guy who is is really improving as a prospect, going up against the hottest team in baseball in the Atlanta Braves. But but probably the, the biggest storyline heading into this slate is it is hot out there, Craig. It is hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, here in St. Louis, it is we are in a heat advisory. It is expected to get into the 100s all week long. Um, so that is going to have, I, and, and we are already seeing a dramatic impact on the ball anyway. So that is something that we are going to be focusing on this week on FST is I will be, uh, I'll be donning my weather forecaster hat when we are talking right. about some of these games. All right. So let's see what we got here for tonight's slate. Davis and I will run through it with you. So those of you who are thinking about playing tonight, here's some options potentially for you. Toronto Blue Jays, Alec Manoa, he is priced at 9800 and then you Darvish of the Padres, Davis, he is priced at 8400 So uh, backing some pretty good teams tonight, I see, with your starting pitchers. Yeah, I mean, so I feel really good about Manoa. You know, obviously he has this matchup against the Baltimore Orioles who just cannot get out of their own way. I mean, even, even you know, I'll, I'll use the Orioles every once in a while when they're in a spot against a lefty, the weather's nice, whatever, but they just cannot stop striking out. And Manoa is actually on the best run of his career right now. I mean, I guess he had a pretty good stretch last year as well. Five straight starts going uh, six innings or more. Five straight starts with five or more strikeouts. He's getting up. He's getting up there uh, in pitch count. Remember early in the season, we were all fretting about all these pitch counts. You know, no one, everyone was leaving in the fourth inning and 70 pitches. And now these guys are all the way built up. You know, Manoa getting over 90 pitches in every start for a month. I, I think he is probably the best starting pitching play of the slates. Uh, Alcantara might project a little bit better, but uh, just do not love that matchup against the Phillies. And then Darvish has been fairly interesting because he looked cooked to begin the year. You know, when he was building back up, got absolutely roasted by the San Francisco Giants, had a really bad start against the Pittsburgh Pirates, had a really bad start against the Atlanta Braves, had a really bad start against the Cardinals at home. But he looks to have figured it out. Uh, pretty good pretty good outing his last one. Uh, seven clean innings against the New York Mets. But just has a good matchup here uh, at Chicago. As far as I can tell, the wind is not blowing out. The total is not suggesting we have a, a Wrigley wind game there. And remember, you Darvish, of course, you know, familiar with those, uh, those mm-hmm. confines there in Chicago. So feel pretty good about that one there. And the Padres are a big favorite. So good chance to be in line for the win. Yeah, both those uh, players, good options, I think, tonight on the mound. Let's get to some hitting options as well. 
We'll start, of course, behind the plate, and we're going to go to Gary Sanchez here. And he is priced for the Twins at 4400 And a little bit of a Cardinal stack you're going to find here with Nolan Gorman at second base. Uh, they've moved his price up, Davis. He is now 4000 over on DK. Uh, Kid Brian Hayes of the Pirates. Not as much power, but definitely showing the ability to get on base. He is 4200 And then what would a DFS lineup be without Hassan Kim showing up on our lineup today? He is priced at 3100 uh, I mean, we needed we needed someone to fit in there. He's got the. I think this Steel guy who is pitching for the Cubs is quite bad. Uh, I know that he's gotten some good results this season, but he just kind of looks like one of these guys to me. That uh, you know, and Craig. I mean, how many times have we seen this guy comes up? No one's seen him. He's a lefty. You know, he's crafty. He's got he's got one thing in his bag that he does really well getting outs on. And I I expect the Padres to put up some runs. Uh, and he is I I think the cheapest eligible shortstop who I'm certain is going to start tonight. A couple of the other cheap shortstops while we're here: Bryson Stott, Diego Castillo, and Dylan Moore. I think all of those guys are viable at shortstop as well. Uh, Cabrian Hayes, I, as I mentioned, it is about a billion degrees here in St. Louis. So I, I'm just liking all the hitters here. I think both of the starting pitchers going in that Cardinals Pirates game are are going to have a tough time. Keller and Zach Thompson, which is why we were on Nolan Gorman. Uh, Gary Sanchez, I also really like the Twins tonight against Chris Flex. I mean, the Twins are just destroying starting pitchers, right? I mean, guys are just not standing a chance against the Twins right now. Louis Arias, Louis Arias hit a home run off Garrett Cole last week and then hit a grand slam the next day. I mean, Louis Arias, like the, I don't know what is in the water in Minnesota, but these guys are punishing starting pitchers right now. So we like the twins tonight. And then I also like the other side of that game. Chris Archer always struggles to keep the ball in the park and uh, Ty France. I mean, Ty France is having a great season. So like him as well there. Yeah, France has been fantastic for Seattle. They just need a few more bats outside of Rodriguez to wake up there. Uh, speaking of waking up, again, stacking Twins, as Davis mentioned, stacking Cardinals. Let's take a look at the outfielders that uh, we're going to roster today. Byron Buxton, boy, this is just an easy selection here tonight at 4,900. The guy, when he's playing, is is pretty much unstoppable. Uh, Brendan Donovan, he is 2,900. And then Tyler O'Neill, who's battled some uh, different issues, injuries this year. He is 3,300. So you made it pretty clear here. It's uh, on the, on offense. It's Cardinals and Twins tonight. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really get this Byron Buxton salary. Feels like maybe they were projected to face a different starting pitcher or uh, or something like that. You know, over the last week, he has a 30, 34, 21, and 24 DraftKings points game. I mean, the guy's Ooh. been stealing bases he's been hitting home runs he's got guys on base ahead of him he's got guys behind him who are ready to drive him home I mean I, I and I would expect Buxton to be like I don't know 20 25 percent owned tonight even on a 10 game slate pretty easily and then I think you can just mix and match Cardinals outfielders here depending on who gets the start you know could be could be Donovan could be O'Neal could be Juan Yepes could be Bader in there uh Tyler O'Neal has been getting a good lineup spot he actually batted third uh, on Sunday, which was, of course, their getaway day. Normally, he is fifth. But even Donovan, I mean, Donovan is led off on days that Edmund has gotten a day off. Edmund is, uh, I believe, 10 days now without a day off, so we could see him leading off. But, uh, yeah, the Cardinals are my team tonight. I think we see eight or nine runs from the Cardinals with two home runs. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to call who gets the home runs, but you are right. The Twins against, uh, uh, oh, I'm to- Chris Flexen. 
totally forgot his name there for a second. And uh, yeah. our, our Cardinals against uh, Mitch Keller. Those are those are the guys I will be leaning on tonight. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and look, you, you get to June and, and teams start getting hot. Teams start falling apart. And and I think the other thing, too, from watching the game over the weekend, um, you know, I'm, I'm not familiar. I don't remember his name who pitched for the Cubs, but the Cubs, Davis, uh, you know, went and, and played the Yankees and just were absolutely demolished. Uh, yes, the Yankees can hit. Yes, Aaron Judge has been phenomenal and, and Stanton and everybody else. But I think you nailed an important part here is that these Cubs pitchers who have come up, Davis, have uh, looked good initially and are now starting to just get absolutely pounded. And so I don't know whether it's advanced scouting, but they, they gave up six home runs, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, six solo home runs to the Yankees <sighs> on Saturday. Uh, and that was through the first five innings. So, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people thought the Cubs would compete this year. But when you're when you're throwing so many young starting pitchers out there, I think the results are going to be there. So I like your thought, your thinking on that too. Yeah, uh, and I mean it's a, it was a I don't know if you were following this, you probably were. But did you see Garrett Cole start the other day against the Minnesota Twins, back to back to back home runs, yes. Buxton. Louis Arias, and I can't remember who the fifth was. I think it was Polanco. It could have been Gary Sanchez, one of the two. But, I mean, I thought that was – and, of course, I was using Garrett Cole in DFS, so I was a little, a little right. bit chapped about that. But uh, – and, and Louis Arias, by the way, is just, like, trying to drag my NFBC main event team up the standings. I mean, it is so bad, uh, you know, just all these injuries. And we, uh, we, we have replaced Alberto Mondesi Jr. with none other than John Birdie, who leads all of Major League Baseball in percentage of times on base attempting to steal. So no one, when they get on first, is more likely to steal second, or when they get on second, more likely to steal third than John Birdie. So, uh, you know, change nothing. If you if you happen to talk to Matheny or whatever this week, tell him, tell him thank you and tell him to let John Birdie do what he needs to do. I've really been, uh, really been appreciating that. Yeah, eleven stolen bases, I think, for for John Birdie yep. on the season. And um, and look, Joey Wendell has been out. Brian Anderson has been out. So I mean, he's got to play right now. You know, there's really not a lot of options for him too. Uh, one other note, uh, you know, from baseball and and really fantasy baseball, it does seem to me, uh, you know, just from you know what I'm reading and understanding, a groundswell toward the possibility of the Pirates, given the fact I know they lost a bunch in a row, but they played a lot better. But Davis, this prospect, uh, O'Neill Cruz. Uh, who a lot of people thought should have started the season with the team and then has not, has really come on over the last month. And if you're uh, getting ready for prospect stuff and fantasy and pickups, uh, Cruz to me, I mean, a lot of people have rostered him anyway waiting for him, but I think that over the next week or two, you're going to see him. Well, I really hope so because he is a fascin. I, I've never seen him play. I, I, you know, I'm not watching a AAA Indianapolis baseball very often, but I'm just fascinated by the concept of him because he's like an MLB the Show create a player. He is a six six shortstop. I mean, I, I, I mean, not very many baseball players are that big anyway. And if they are, like, it's like Judge and Stan where they're playing corner outfield or DH. So I, I just am kind of excited to see this guy play at the major league level. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. And uh, I got to tell you, when prospects get called up to the big leagues, there's one person on our show that's going to be all over them in DFS, and you're looking at him right now on your screen. And it's not me. It's sure Max, so get ready for that coming up next week. Uh, I think next week. All right, let's uh, take a quick time out here on the show. Guess what's next? we got some fantasy or reality. One of our focuses will be on the New York Yankees. So stay on the grid for that. And uh, then we got the Sports Grid 60. So if you stay with us, I promise we'll give you some really good fantasy advice, really good reality advice, and uh, looking forward to catching up with you. By the way, 2 o'clock Eastern on News Bar. Big show planned. We'll be right back. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. I know one place that you could be this afternoon and this evening if you're away from your device but want to follow us on social media. Make sure you download Twitter if you don't have it already and follow us at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV. We've got the latest news, notes, information, picks against the spread, a lot of our content from this show and all of our other shows. Make sure you follow us at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV here, Davis. And uh, any golfing for you over the weekend or too hot? I know that you mentioned you watched the RBC a little bit, but I, th- I thought you were like really back into it last week. I, th- I think you mentioned the word getting a, or the phrase getting a coach of some kind. Am I right about that? So I did. I'm, I'm booked for lessons. Uh, I was supposed Good. to go last Wednesday. Uh, didn't end up happening. The guy had to, the guy had to, re- he was filling in for another instructor, wanted to push me later. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. We'll just start fresh next week. You know, I'm not trying to rush into it. I did not, I did not get out this weekend. Cause I, cause now that I know like, Oh, I'm going to go get a lesson and actually learn what I'm doing wrong. I don't want to go and, you know, reinforce my, my terrible swing where my left arm bends too much and my right hip doesn't get all the way around. You know, I want to learn how to actually, do it but uh you know hopefully i'm i'm uh firing some 85s this summer but also it's just way too hot it was so humid this morning in st louis that all my windows were all i thought it rained overnight you know i wake up and i can't see out my my bedroom window because it is just so humid and gross outside yeah no and and i think that's the hard part the hotter it gets the harder it is to play any sport and i know that i was we actually played baseball this weekend my son actually got games in the first time in two weeks this weekend and just sitting out there. I mean, I'm in Florida a little bit. Actually, no, it's probably hotter where you are than it is even in Florida right now. So, uh, yeah, definitely the dynamic and, and important for sports and for fantasy too, especially in baseball, as that's all we're going to have in about a week from now. All right, time for some fantasy or reality.
All right, Davis, over the weekend, the New York Yankees imposed their will on the Chicago Cubs. It's uh, it's truly been remarkable to see a team that it simply doesn't matter how many runs the pitcher gives up. Uh, their offense has been out of control. Uh, an 18 spot on the Cubs over the weekend. Uh, I mentioned a Judge has like 50 home runs already. Uh, John Carlos Stanton is back. He is hitting home runs. And, and maybe the biggest surprise of the fantasy baseball season thus far, I know he's not winning leagues right now, Davis, because there's not enough data here, but Matt Carpenter hitting home runs every day? Crazy. The, I mean, out of nowhere, literally. At, let go by the Texas Rangers and is one of the most important pieces to the Yankees over the last two weeks. Davis, fantasy or reality, the New York Yankees are the best team in baseball. So I have fantasy for this but just barely uh if the question was are they the best team in the american league i would have reality i think it is is razor thin but i am giving the slight edge to the los angeles dodgers the dodgers have scored i think 11 more runs than the new york yankees they are slightly better in team weighted on base average the yankees actually this is true they lead all of baseball in team ERA. Uh, that's got to be very surprising heading into the season, right? That the Yankees would uh, not just be the Bronx Bombers, but that they would be doing so well pitching. And I, you know, I think a lot of credit has to go to Nestor Cortez, way better than anyone has imagined. Jordan Montgomery has held his own. Jamison Tyon has held his own. But uh, I, you know, I guess if, if if this question is meant to be predictive. Rather than descriptive, I think my answer is right. But I do think it's a reality they've been the best team in baseball up until this point. You know, we're sitting here on June 13th. I think they probably have been the best. But I'm going to answer this in a predictive sense, as in who do I think the best team in baseball will be over 162 games? And I am giving the slight edge to the Los Angeles Dodgers. So I got fantasy here. Yeah, I got fantasy as well. By the way, I have reality on this statement. The New York Yankees are the best regular season team in baseball because we've seen this story before davis the yankees are going to win 100 games and then they're going to get to the postseason and they're not going to score 18 runs anymore like this is the thing they feast off this horrible pitching takes nothing away from cortez it takes nothing away from garrett cole it takes nothing away from severino but when the yankees davis i assure you are playing the astros in the American League Championship Series. I watched the Astros. They did not play well over the weekend, by the way. And then the Yankees are facing off against Altuve and Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker and Bregman. And then they got a Hall of Famer in Verlander on the mound. And they got Framber Valdez. I mean, it's it, there's going to be close games, and the Astros are going to win. I mean, that that is what is going to happen here. It has happened every year with the Yankees. And then, you know, there's some fighting about was it the manager. People have to understand that postseason baseball is different than regular season baseball. But I would say this, the Yankees are absolutely the best regular season team in baseball. They're going to win the most games in Major League Baseball this season, but I simply cannot predict that they would go to the World Series. So I'm going to say fantasy. All right, this was a really cool story over the weekend. Uh, Hurdler, Devin Allen, was essentially doing things that nobody else does. I believe it was the 110 meter, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and now legitimately is, you know, square in, you know, our thoughts, maybe with fantasy, reality. I mean, who knows? Uh, let's let's talk about his possibilities of going from a guy who can run really fast and hurdle really fast, the possibility of scoring touchdowns this season. Going to lean on you here. Devin Allen will have over 1.5 touchdowns this season, a unique situation for sure. 
Uh, yeah, I got, I got fantasy here. So Devin Allen has not played football, uh, it, it best I can tell since 2016. That was when he was at Oregon. Now, uh, he, he might have been in the XFL. He might've been in the AAF. Maybe he had a stint in the USFL. I'm not certain, but, uh, looking at the Eagles wide receiver depth chart, uh, it's, it's kind of hard for me to find a spot for him. You know, obviously they have Devonta Smith, AJ Brown and Quez Watkins locked in. Then they have Greg Ward as their rotational slot guy. They signed Zach Pascal as uh, an unrestricted free agent. And then they still have first round picks, Jalen Rager and JJ Arthega Whiteside as guys who are probably going to be the first cuts. I would imagine Arthega Whiteside gets cut. And I would imagine Rager is pretty close to being cut at this point. And then they also have John Hightower, who is kind of their, uh, you know, deep threat. Uh, you know, he's going to sub in when Devonta Smith likes to sub out because that's a, an organizational thing. The mm-hmm. Eagles like to rotate their wide receivers. You know, some teams just leave them out there as long as they can. The Eagles don't really let anyone play over 70% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Long way of saying he's got a long road to hoe. I think if he does make the team, uh, I mean, I, one, I would be very surprised. Two, I would expect him to mostly be a special teamer. And three, I think the practice squad is more likely than anything else, even assuming he is on the Eagles roster. So I got fantasy on over 1.5 touchdowns. Yeah, I have fantasy too. This, this is probably, this is way before your time, Davis. But if you want to do a quick Google later when you have time, uh, there was a player in the NFL. His name was, in, in, you know, when I was growing up, his name was Ronaldo Nehemiah. And I think that that's, you know, only only the boomers, Davis, are going to know that name. But uh, San Francisco tried something very similar. We've seen this before in sports. Um, never works. Never works. Uh, maybe maybe this is the outlier. Who's to say that something can't be changed in the history of sports? But, you know, I, I think A.J. Brown has a better shot of playing baseball than this guy has of, of playing well for the Eagles. Uh, former third-round pick. I got fantasy. Uh, with you as well. All right, funny story from the weekend. Love to end on this. Uh, J.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, and uh, their mom essentially going at it on the pickleball court over the weekend. Uh, J.J. Watt basically saying that he's beaten T.J. Watt. Uh, Their mom apparently is a really good pickleball player too. Fun story. Oh, not their mom? Oh, okay, someone else's Someone's mom. mom. I got it. A A mom was out there playing pickleball. Boy, bad job by me on my research. Uh, Regardless of that... (laughs) regardless of that. Uh, this weekend, they were all playing pickleball, for sure. T.J. Watt, J.J. Watt, they were throwing barbs at each other. That I know for sure. Um, fantasy reality, Davis, you play pickleball. Fantasy, never never played pickleball. I would definitely try it. Now, I it, the way I understand it is pickleball is kind of just like a much smaller version of tennis where you're not running and cutting as much. So people who enjoy the uh the racket and ball type games are able to do it without expending quite as much physical energy which by the way i mean if you've played like a competitive match of tennis i mean that is a lot of running that is that is hard work uh definitely definitely not for the uh the faint of heart but i definitely would i mean i will pretty much try any athletic thing once right uh you know i've played uh, ultimate frisbee like pick up that like i will just i will just try anything because i really enjoy sports it's kind of funny i hate running i mean i really do like the amount of times i have gone outside headphones in bottle of water and just like ran like under 30 times in my life because i just really hate it but so i need i need like uh, a gamification mechanism to get me to run so i need to play soccer or basketball or or something so i'm always down 
to do it. But uh, fantasy, fantasy on pickleball, I've not done it. Yeah, fantasy for me too. I would tell you that I would not rule this out in my future. This seems like it is gaining a lot of ground here, Davis. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are playing this. In particular, the one player in South Florida, I don't know if you know this, but he plays every single week in Broward County is Tua. Tua Tagovailoa plays every single week against like random people on the pickleball court, um, which is kind of cool. A lot of people go out there and watch him play. He seems pretty, you know, human, just, you know, just out there playing, just random people having fun too. Um, it, it, it's, it, you don't, you have to have a lot of endurance, make no mistake about it, but not the same as playing tennis, I think. And I'm awful at tennis. Like I just have no coordination to hit that ball back and forth. So I do not play pickleball Davis, but I, I would not rule it out in my future. I think that's the best way to put this one. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe, you know, maybe someday we'll have a fantasy sports today meetup and we'll, uh, we'll play some pickleball. <laughs> I know that um, in like big cities there, it's, it's kind of a, a thing now where, they're building like like bar type restaurants with pickleball courts, uh, pickleball courts in them. There's uh, there's a place in downtown Kansas City. It's called Chicken and Pickle, and it's mm -hmm. exactly what it sounds like, right? It's like it's like fried fried chicken wings, chicken tenders, and and bar food. And you can go and reserve a pickleball court and go play pickleball while drinking beer and and eating some chicken wings. So I, I actually I'll, just a total tangent, but I love bars like that where the activity is built in. Right. Like that, yeah. they're, uh, you know, the video game, video game, you know, like the arcade bars, the old 80s stuff, like a hundred percent on board with this. I, that, that will always get me uh, to go out, you know, for an afternoon or whatever. I am, I'm a big fan of bars with built in activities. All right. So there you go. We've learned something new about Davis today. Maybe a little something new about me as well. Uh, all right. So uh, here, here's our story here for sports grid today. We've got the early line coming up in about 10 minutes from now. And then I'll be back with you guys on Newswire from 2 to 3 Eastern. And obviously, uh, the NBA, I mean, this is it. I mean, we're down to the wire here. The uh, NHL Stanley Cup Finals, by the way, for those of you who are looking to bet on it or play DFS or whatever, uh, that begins on Wednesday. So we'll have, uh, you know, a lot more coverage on the NHL Tuesday and Wednesday as Colorado takes on Tampa Bay. Uh, but on this afternoon show, lots of NBA discussion We'll actually hear from Steph Curry. We'll hear from Jason Tatum. We'll hear from Jalen Brown as to what they are thinking going into the game. Ben Stevens will be with us, and he's got some prop picks for that game as well. So that's coming up 2 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you catch us back after you take your break here and have your lunch on Sports Grid. Coming up next is time for the Sports Grid 60, and so we'll be back with that and, of course, a whole lot more and naturally a lot of fantasy baseball talk as we move forward. And uh, NFL training camp is literally one month away from now. So we'll be right back with Fantasy, uh, excuse me, with the Sports Grid 60. Davis and I right here on Sports Grid. Hope your Monday is off to a great start. And we're continuing it with you here on the show in just a few minutes. So stay on the grid. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. One more reminder at 2 o'clock Eastern, back here, Newswire, exclusively on Sports Grid 2, 2, 3 Eastern. All right, final thoughts of the day, and maybe from the weekend. Let's turn it over to Davis Maddock. So this week we have the U.S. Open, and by the way, uh, some of the guys are already out on the course. Uh, the guys from No Laying Up are taking pictures of some of the holes. I mean, it, Craig, it looks miserable. I think I'd fire about 144 on the U.S. Open course this week. I mean, it's like you can lose your ball in the rough. Your ball can, can plant down there in the rough, and you can go and look for it, and you, you better hope the spectators and the cameraman have your back because it is brutal. But the, the big point is I am extremely curious to see what the viewership is like this week and if we see any more controversy the u.s uh ga did say guys who were in the live field event are allowed to play we'll see if they hold that line to thursday morning i think the pga tour is probably putting some pressure on them to not let those guys play we'll see but uh yeah i mean just how much attention is on the golf world this is like the most i can remember normal people talking about golf in quite some time so i'm, I'm pretty excited to see how it goes and of course hoping that uh, that rory wins yeah, everybody loves a good click. Golf's getting a lot of clicks this weekend for sure. You know who else got some clicks this weekend is Tyreek Hill, who went on a podcast, former member of the Kansas City Chiefs, now new member of the Miami Dolphins, intimating that his new quarterback, Tua Tagaloa, Tagabailoa, excuse me, throws a really good ball over the middle and saying essentially that he was as important, if not more important, than Patrick Mahomes when he was in Kansas City, basically saying you had to fear the cheetah. Not really sure why all this is coming out now, and not really sure why it's just not all directed at positivity for the Dolphins as opposed to negativity toward the Chiefs. But Hill did say, don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. But usually when you say, don't get me wrong, it sort of means that, uh, yeah, there's a little controversy involved in that too. Hopefully these two teams match up at some point over the next year or two. All right, that'll do it for the show. Thanks again to uh, LTN and Danny and Ryan on the graphics. And for our producer, Brett Levy, my host, Davis Maddock, I'm Craig Mish. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.